welcome to Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host. It's Dana B, a.k.a. Dana. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And uh, as I mentioned, this is Rants and Revelations, where the idea is this is a safe space for us to have our rants, share our opinions about what's going on in the news and pop culture, social media, and hopefully from our rants, we come up with a revelation or several that will help you to live a better life or be a better person. Yes, we're so excited to be launching this podcast, y'all. Yes, we cannot wait. It's been a long time coming and we're excited to see the growth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're just going to jump right in. We have a segment called Strawberries and Lemons. And this is basically our opening segment where we get to share a really good thing with you and a really bad thing. And um, we hope that in the future, there'll be an opportunity for you guys to share your strawberries and lemons. So I'll go first. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say my strawberry this week is the fact that I just had a really productive work week. I love helping my clients and working with them. And that always gives me a very satisfying feeling. So I was really excited to close on three cases this week. That was exciting. Yay. Um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) And my lemon has been losing my voice. Mm. I will say that. So I naturally have a very raspy voice and if I don't use it, it goes away. But lately I feel like my throat is constantly hurting, mm-hmm. um, constantly losing my voice. So that's kind of been a lemon. I feel like I need to see, um, I think it's called like a throat, ear and nose doctor mm-hmm. to make sure that like I'll be able to speak in the next 10 years. <laughs> that's dramatic. I know. A little, yeah, a little, little dramatic. <laughs> What are your strawberries and lemons, Michelle? Yeah, so my strawberry for the week, I would say, is us really, like, solidifying this podcast. Yeah! Um, this is something that we had been wanting to do, so we chose a date, and we were like, listen, we're just going to do it. Yeah. And then it was it was, it was, was on me, but it pushed it one day back, <laughs> and here we are. So it still yes. happened. We still did it. Um, so that was a strawberry for me. And plus, I also drank a lot of water this week, which is good. Okay, clear skin um, coming through all 2020. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And a lemon for me, I would say, um, there was like a piece of my car. Um, I'm sorry, what? It's apparently a piece of my car that like apparently like protects the oil pan. I don't know. So I had an oil change. Okay. Um, and the piece of my car that protects the oil pan wasn't like securely fastened after. Yeah. So it just kind of like drags in the front or it did drag in the front so when I was parking literally like parking my car in a parking spot I heard a loud noise and I saw a lady look up and look at my car like girl what's going on (laughs) so I was like oh no what happened did I like drive over something what happened and apparently like the piece just flipped upward luckily I was able to get it figured out went back to the well Brandon my husband (laughs) went back to the place that he got the oil change at and they were able to tie it and secure it. Because if not, girl, I was going to be driving on the highway with a piece dragging down the entire way. And I was still going to drive at 80 miles per hour plus. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it was a lemon that turned into a strawberry. I was there you go. just about to say that. Life gives you strawberries and lemons. You make? The lemonade. Strawberry, strawberry lemonade. lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Come on, Michelle. That was so easy. No, I said lemonade, strawberry lemonade. Oh, you can't forget the strawberry. That's the best part. Listen, listen harder. <laughs> I said it for the people. <laughs> You're quick to check me. Let me listen. You 
right. You'll hear it in the playback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. Okay, guys. So for this episode, oh, well, actually, before we even talk about what we'll be covering for this episode, uh, Michelle, do you want to talk about what we'll be covering um, on the podcast in general? Yeah, definitely. So on the podcast, we're really going to focus on one, having tons of girl talk, just as me and Dana would naturally. Um, We usually have things to talk about and it's usually for long periods of time. So we're going to record them. (laughs) (laughs) We're also going to give our thoughts on certain topics or different things that's maybe different things that's maybe going on in the news, in the world, life, whatever it may be, different experiences we have maybe. And then we're also going to be giving like our thoughts and feedback on like different reviews I mean, our thoughts and feedbacks on different movies or shows that we feel like we want to talk about. Um, so it won't be like crazy, like 10 out of 10 movie critic reviews. It'll more so be like our thoughts on the reviews and kind of giving a synopsis of what um, we want. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Very accurate. And most importantly, there will be lots and lots of laughs because that's all we do. <laughs> Literally. Periods. Period. Period. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't like hearing people laugh, this is not the podcast for you. It's not because there's going to be tons of it. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll go ahead and get started. Um, Michelle, I'll let you kick it off. I'm sure by now they already know what it is that we'll be talking about by the title, but uh, I'll let mm-hmm. you take it from here. Yeah, so we're going to be talking today about um, Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. It was a Netflix exclusive that he put out this year, and it has the the internet's buzzing it definitely had the internet's buzzing and that was um one of the main reasons why we really wanted to really push this podcast forward Mm -hmm. is because we learned that one he shot a fall from grace in five days two he got over 26 million views within like the first week yes and it shows that if you have an idea and you just want to see something come to fruition just do it like when you have your audience like nike hashtag like nike just do it when you have your audience and you have a rally of like people behind you, they're going to support you. And then you're also going to have people who just want to hear what the heck is, you know, you're talking about or what's going on or watch a movie, whatever. But, you know, he was able to get really good numbers and start a lot of different conversations based on this movie. Some good, Mm -hmm. some not so good, (laughs) but conversations nevertheless. Um, But basically just to give a brief synopsis, a fall from grace. um, And I'm just going to read this off really quick. And then Dana's going to go a little bit, deeper into the synopsis not too deep but just enough for you to understand <laughs> yeah um so disheartened since her ex-husband's affair grace waters who is played by crystal fox feels restored by a new romance but when secrets erode her short-lived joy grace's vulnerable side turns violent yeah so basically that's what it's about you have this older woman who um is divorced and has been for some time. She has one son who, from what she said, they had a very close relationship, but he got married and became a husband and had other responsibilities. So now she just kind of feels alone. And the only person she really has in her life is her best friend, Sarah, who is a little bit older than her, but you know, they're really, really close. So she's super successful. She works at the bank, but she talks about how she hasn't been touched by a man or um, hasn't Mm -hmm. felt wanted uh, in a very, very long time. So Sarah tells her about a local art gallery opening and encourages her to go out, right? And 
I don't know why, but Grace decided to go. And while there, she meets this young <laughs> photographer who is saying all the right things and um, just basically catches her attention. She feels wanted and she's not bothered. It doesn't appear that she's bothered by the age difference. She just likes the fact that this attractive young man makes her feel like a woman again, basically. Mm -hmm. Alive. Alive, yeah. yes. Um, so mm -hmm. anyway, they start to date and it's a very quick romance. They fall in love. Their dates are super long. Um, and on their very first date, he mentioned that he didn't believe in marriage he's, or he has never been married because he didn't like the idea of the responsibility. But after being with Grace for three months and just seeing how amazing she is and also she wasn't giving it up. So he probably was like, okay, well, you're still great and I want to marry you because we need to get this cracking. You feel me? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so he proposes after three months. She says yes and she's just completely in love. It's clearly the honeymoon stage. But again, she's just excited that she's getting this attention. What seemed to be such an amazing thing and she even said something where like, you know, being with him felt like heaven. But little did she know she would have twice as much hell to pay. Uh, Shannon, who is the younger photographer, strapping, handsome, savvy young man that she, uh, that Grace marries, turns on her, right? He begins to disrespect her. She catches him cheating on her in his home or in her home. In her home. Mm-hmm. Rude. Rude. There's both. Okay, there's Bold, and then there's Shannon from A Fall from Grace. Absolutely. Own standards, child. <sighs> so, anyway, um, and not only that, not only is her relationship falling apart, she loses her job after working at that bank for years, and I think she may have been a manager or, you know, somewhere higher up, um, but she loses her job because she's accused of money laundering, so stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars from her clients. Um, mm -hmm. she finds out that her home may go into for her paid off home. You guys, the home that yes. she no longer owes a mortgage on, um, yes. <laughs> may go into foreclosure because she apparently signed paperwork to take out $375,000 on this home. Wild business. And she was completely confused. She didn't sign any papers. She just doesn't understand how could it be that her life was going amazingly well and all of a sudden it's all coming, you know, it's all falling apart. Um, so she puts, you know, she does some research, she does her due diligence and she finds out that her young strapping photographer husband is the one that is behind this. So he's a horrible husband and he causes her to lose her job and he was the one that, you know, uh, what is it called? Oh, forge. He mm -hmm. forged her signature mm -hmm. for the mortgage. And she, listen, honey, Grace was fed up. Girl, fed up. She was like, listen, no, something has to be done. Yeah. Yeah. She could take the cheating. She was like, I don't care. You trash. Get out my house. And he refused to leave. She could take the way he spoke to her. He was very, very disrespectful. She took that back and it was donezo. I'm also going to take another break here and say I have never said Dunzo. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, you know, I thought maybe it was just something new you decided to add into your vocabulary, <laughs> like pepper in, but yeah, Dunzo. <laughs> that's, that's different. 
that's, that's different. I will be saying that again. But anyway, she took a bat to this man's head. Um, I think she like dragged him downstairs and went off. So you fast forward. This is the story. Um, but you kind of, I guess, fast forward. You have to watch it to kind of understand the cinematic production of it. But um, she goes to jail. She decides that she wants to just plead guilty and just be done with it. Her only request was to be close to her son and her grandson. But she gets a young attorney who comes in and at first was going to get her to just sign the plea deal. But something in her makes her want to fight for Grace. She asks Grace, she asks Grace to share um, the story and she begs her like, please do not plead guilty. Let's go to court. I know that you're innocent of this and we can, you know, fight it. Mm -hmm. You just kind of watch the story unfold as Jasmine, the young attorney, um, finds out what's going on and she's kind of getting her bearing as a young attorney because I think this was her first uh, case that she tried. And it's just an interesting story to see how one, something can seem amazingly like just too good to be true. It probably is. Um, right. And when you have people willing to fight for you, that can kind of change the course of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was great, Dana. And um, she summed it up really well. And how we're going to move forward, like like we mentioned earlier, we're going to give a synopsis. And then we're also going to break it down typically within like four different major topics that we felt like we really wanted to talk about. Yes. Um, and one of them is the importance of choosing friends wisely. So. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Grace and Sarah. Um, wow. Sarah was a dog from the jump. Uh, dog, sis. <laughs> she was a dog. Snake. She was no. a snake. And um, even if she wasn't the person that she was in this movie, um, if she was actually supposedly a good person, the way that she really encouraged Grace, which is not a bad thing when you think about it. It's not bad to encourage right. your friend to enjoy right. her life get right. out especially if she seems like she's been at home and she's kind of complaining about different things and you want her to have fun have a good time mm -hmm. but you also need to back your friend like you need to be a protector for your friend too and it's like yeah girl I want you to have fun but I want you to watch out too right so there were so many different opportunities where Sarah could have kind of intervened and stepped in when Grace was with Shannon to kind of figure out like okay so can we get more information about him Yes. Have you found this out about him, that out about him? Like, what have you learned? Because oh, in that short time. Mm -hmm. I was going to say there was one scene. Okay. So my, my thought behind this is from the beginning of the movie, Sarah kind of, I had a red flag about her or mm -hmm. like I just knew something was off because she was encouraging Grace a little bit too much. Um, to date this guy and just go for it without asking any questions. And like you said, protecting her friend, because when you're in love and you're going through that honeymoon stage, you need your family and friends there to kind of help with the blindfold that's on your eyes. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, you're not wrong at all. So uh, I do agree that she should have, if Sarah was a good friend, she definitely would have helped grace kind of think things through a little bit more mm -hmm. ask more questions and just whatever but there was one scene i just remembered where she stood up for grace but that was also another red flag for me mm, are you talking about the scene where shannon was in it yes where um mm -hmm. so it was the scene where sarah is sitting at the table 
her and this is right after Grace finds out that like she lost her job and her she thinks her identity has been stolen and da, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. She's frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like, how could this happen? I can't believe it. And I can't mm-hmm. remember at this point if she already found out that oh, she suspects that Shannon is cheating because she mm-hmm. heard him on the phone. Right. And uh, Sarah was sitting at the table when Shannon came home and Grace just kind of went right out and said it like you need to get out or something like that and do you remember how Sarah was like I am not leaving this is my friend yeah <laughs> you remember that scene I do I do I remember that and I remember Shannon was like I just need to talk to my wife and she was like absolutely not I'm staying right here right okay so that's mm-hmm. my thing so while I do believe at the beginning she should have been a good friend and helping her think things through and ask the right questions. I got a red flag when she doubled down um, and refused to leave when um, Shannon asked her to leave because no, I just feel like they're married at this point. And Mm. there's certain things in a marriage where it's like you, not certain things. There are a lot of things actually where, for example, I can't come into you, your home and Brandon's home and say, I'm not leaving whatever like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was a little weird for me like okay why are you so adamant about it all of a sudden Mm -hmm. did that feel weird to you am I overthinking it because I knew I felt off about that I'm like girl they are a married couple if he wants to speak with his wife even if I'm even if I fear for her life like I'm mm going to get up and leave like and maybe call her later if I feel like she's going to be in physical um if she's going to be harmed physically maybe call the police but he asked her twice and she was the first time she said no I didn't think anything about it but when she asked when Shannon asked again for her to leave and she doubled down I was like uh-uh something ain't right sis so initially I didn't think that deeply of it what I did notice was that her character is a manipulative character right yes. so her saying that was to I feel like to show grace that she's there for her so she wouldn't be onto her, basically. Oh. That's what I think. I feel like that's why she was like, no, this is my friend. Like, cause I'm sure Grace, as much as she like, you know, was probably like, okay, girl, it's time for you to go, she still appreciated. Cause you would you want it's good to feel that your friend is there for you, especially if you're like, yo, something is off with this guy. He's cheating. Yes. Of course you should get up and leave, but it is nice to have someone there for you just in case things pop off, right? But I feel like she basically was just like, oh, okay, I got to show this lady that, you know, like I'm still here for her. So let me kind of go out of my way to be extra with it, which was unnecessary, but very manipulative. She's so grimy. She is so I can't. Um, And the last thing I was going to say um, about choosing your friends wisely, it's crazy to me the fact that she didn't meet grace and then take advantage of her she Mm -hmm. met grace they were friends for six years and then she Mm -hmm. striked Mm -hmm. and you know what that showed me though Uh that's sorry to cut you off that showed me too that within friendships like you really have to like the good friends that you have you really have to value it Mm -hmm. because there are seasons in certain friendships that where you're at a high and then you're at a low you're no longer friends you're no longer close like things like that happen And it's so crazy to think that she waited that entire time again to manipulate and to make sure that she trusted her long enough to do what she had to do. And that's how it is for some other friendships. Maybe not to that extent. I would hope not. But they may get close to you, you know, whatever, whatever your friends for years. 
And then a dramatic turn happens and it's like, wow, like, were you really my friend this entire time? Um, yep. But sorry, I just, I had to say that. No, no, I totally agree. And I can't imagine that just like I'm sure Grace couldn't have imagined being betrayed by Sarah in that way, because the one reason she didn't want to go to trial is because she knew she had called, um, Sarah after she beat that man with the bat. And she Mm -hmm. was, I don't want Sarah to get implicated. If that's the word, I don't want Sarah to take any part of this and get in trouble over my mess. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's crazy that she was such a genuine friend and she was trying to protect Sarah and it wasn't being returned. Sarah wasn't checking for her. She was trying to commit fraud. (laughs) Sarah said, (laughs) we must get this bag, honey. Forget you. Yes, along with all of the other bags that she was taking from all of the women she had in her basement. That was wild. Tyler Perry was wild for that. (laughs) (laughs) It was was one of like the first scenes when like Cicely Tyson's character like ran. She was like in the mirror and I mean, not in the mirror, in the window. And then she like ran away. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Why is Cicely running back and forth? What's going on in this movie? (laughs) I actually didn't think too much of that. I was just like, you know, maybe she's old and senile. But I think at the end when um, her character was saying, you know, I have to go to my house. I have to go to my house and call the police. We need to pay attention to older people because you may think they're crazy, but they're actually very sane. Yeah. Yep. If it wasn't for her saying that, Jasmine would have never thought to go to the basement and kind of figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So to wrap up this first uh, point, please choose your friends wisely. Choose who you date wisely. Be slow to catch feelings romantically. Be slow to trust your friends, um, you know, with the deepest parts of you, because this just showed me that people are, um, and I know there's good people in this world. I'm not someone a pessimist at all. Right. But it definitely made me think, like, I need to be more careful and can't be as open until I know that I know that I know mm-hmm. that I can count on you. Times three, child. I know that Times I know three. that I know. All righty. So point number two, um, that also makes me want to talk about Jasmine, who was the young attorney who um, defended Grace. Not successfully, but then at the end, of course, she was victorious in the case. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was her first case that she saw through, that she defended. And she was discouraged at times. There were a few instances where she was saying, you know, maybe she should just go ahead and sign the plea deal. But her husband and her co-workers, two other young attorneys, work encouraging her the entire time and I felt like that gave her the push to keep going and to fight for grace so I thought that was really amazing and we see one friendship that's horrible but we see the value of having um, a strong circle around you that will support you that will push you that will be honest with you because there was a scene where um, her husband had to be honest and said hey I know that uh, the head attorney said something really disrespectful to you, um, but maybe there's some truth in that and we need to use that to be better. Absolutely. And one main thing too that I've seen from this is the persistence. Like I just remember the scene of her in the courtroom and the judge was just like, this is over. And she was like, 
I want to call Sarah back on the stand. I want to, like, it was so, like, back on the stand, back on the stand. People were like, girl, get over it. But she was like, no, like, she was very persistent and was held in contempt of court at the end of the day where Tyler Perry's character came and, you know, just looked at her in disgust again and was like, what are you doing? But it just showed that, you know, when you have, like, a conviction and you're, like, really, like, listen, like, I need to see this through, like, you know, hey, standing with it can actually, you know, it can also put you in contempt of court, but. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, sometimes there's a win. Right. You can see, hopefully there's a win. You can see it through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really, really good. Um, And then also random thought, but her husband is a police officer. And I think it's really cool that it kind of tied in that older woman who he was trying to talk off the ledge at the beginning of the movie was one of the women who was um, taken advantage of by Shannon. You know, that actually was kind of a gap in the movie for me because I was just like, why didn't you remember that that was the house that you went to where the lady jumped off the house? Ooh, was it the house? Yeah, it was the same house. It was at Felicia Rashad's house. Sarah. Yeah. So it's kind of, that was kind of like a a gap for me, unless it was a different one, but that's the same house where, yeah. Cause I feel like they did a run back and they showed her jumping off or something like that. And I was like, "Mm, yeah. Okay. Mr. Perry, there was a gap there, but I guess (laughs) that he just felt like that was the the best way to start off the movie. (laughs) He said, take it or leave it because there will be some people like Dana who will not even realize it was the same house. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, um okay topic number three yes so the third thing that really stuck out to us and i'm sure it stuck out to you too if you watched the movie is the expedited growth of grace and shannon's relationship child they went from meeting each other at the um the art session whatever the art showcase child to going to the diner with the guy drinking the um um the cup with nothing in it child to them getting married it really, oh no, them going to the field with the um the fireflies, chow, to them getting married. It expedited quickly. <laughs> of course. Okay, so right, let's back, let's go back a little bit to their first date. So were you the only, or was I the only one who was like, wait for the first date? The diner? He went to a diner. I did not care for that. Um, I felt like that would have made sense if that was a, like a throwback scene from like back in the day. Because at first, I, to be honest, mm-hmm. I thought, and when I say back in the day, I mean like if this was like a, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but that's why I thought his hair was like that. I thought this was like an old scene, <laughs> but when I seen his hair was like that the whole movie, I was like, oh, that wig is perfectly put on his head. Okay. Oh, wait, he had on a wig? Girl, that was not his hair. That man is bald. You're lying. I'm dead serious. That was wait. a piece, a hair piece, child. Wait, 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 wait. You have to Google it. What? Hold on. I'm shook. I'm legit like, because I knew the haircut looked crazy, but I felt like, oh, maybe they just braid a little bit too much black spray or something. No. He's bald? Yes. He's bald. Makad Brooks yes. or Mikad. I'm sure it's Macaw. He's not bald. He has like a little bit of hair. Well, the pictures I've seen of him. Let me see. Maybe this is a throwback picture. 
Yeah, because oh I, my gosh, why they put that wig on him? Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> That's your answer for everything. everything. TP, dog. TP. TP. He felt like that was the best. Wow. So oh, anyway. he is bald. Yes, he's bald. That was a hairpiece. <gasps> So, oh, I've seen him in something before. Yeah, he's been acting in other things. It's not his first, what you call it. I, I did not recognize him with that wig. Uh, girl, and them glasses, child, and that little funky outfit. <laughs> with the rings? Girl, I could not take it. I could not take it. I was like, okay, I get it. He's eclectic. Okay, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A collector? Yes. Yo, I'm shook. I'm shook. Yeah, I know. I know. Plot twist of the century. It was a hairpiece. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So anyway. This one is bald? As Dana gathers her life, because we will be here for the next 15 <laughs> minutes talking about that. That's how our real life conversations go. <laughs> but um, I'm shook. One thing that we really picked up on was the fact that they, like, their (laughs) relationship growth expedited quickly. Um, It was something that really we felt like it's important that when you're meeting someone new, Dana, take it seriously. It's important when you're meeting someone new. (laughs) I can't do it. I'm so sorry. Get over it. (laughs) It's a wig, damn it. (laughs) I can't. I'm trying to be serious. I hear you wheezing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm crying. You're so trash. Why did they put that man in that wig? Tyler Studios. <laughs> Michelle, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> Oh, I'm really crying. <sighs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think this is like, I did not need to know that. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Yeah, so the main thing that, like, stuck out to us was the fact that their relationship, like, expedited so quickly. And being someone, like, um, so I'm married, and I feel like one thing that I always, like, thought was true was that it's important to get past the honeymoon phase and really, like, see your relationship through. Maybe, you know, go through something, and I'm not saying something bad, but it's important to kind of allow your relationship to grow a little bit, I feel like, before jumping into marriage. I'm sure, of course, there are tons of marriages that were able to um, happen successfully within a shorter period of time. But child, if it's up to me, we're going to be together for a little bit just so we can really get to know each other because that honeymoon phase is extra saucy. It's like I'm showing you my good parts, you're showing me your good parts. So at the end of the day, like their relationship really moved pretty quickly. It went from them talking to them immediately getting married and one thing that Shannon mentioned was that he had never been married before and there was a specific line what was that line again Dana that he said um he said he didn't like the responsibility of it 
right. So that should have been a huge red flag. Yep. Yep. On her part, for him to say he doesn't like the responsibility of it, but still propose very quickly. That's, I'm like, sis, you don't think that's weird? And then she's a grown woman. Like, you're not yeah. 20 or even 30. Like, you're in your 50s and you still didn't think like, mm, you might, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're here for a good time, not a long time. That should have been her mindset. And you know what it is, too? I feel like with some people, when you're just really in the moment, you're not thinking about that, regardless of age. We see some older people, like, in their 70s and 80s or whatever, getting with other people who they probably know dang well, just wants to take all their money, but they just really want that companionship, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what I got from it. I got, like, of course, Grace should have been 100% smarter. She should have caught those red flags. But I think she craved the companionship and enjoyed it so much that she was just like, red flag, who? Never heard of it. Yep. Yes. We'll get married. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, that growth of their relationship. And it took a turn of events. Yes. Like, it really, really took a turn. And that is the fourth thing that we want to talk about, how quickly everything came to head. And it just kind of reminds, and I, uh, it just reminds me like I know growing up as a Christian I've always been taught that everything comes to the light mm. you can't even mm -hmm. if someone is seemingly getting away with it for a long time like it will come to the light so that's why when the events turn like a lot of things happen very quickly yeah right and that was something that they picked up on like there were so many little things like for example, that one scene where um, Sarah was coming to the defense of Grace as she was walking out, I think she brushed past Shannon and it was kind of like a small like touch where it was kind of like, you know, so those little things which you might not pay attention to, you know, when it's happening, when you look back, it's like, wow, like, wow, they were in cahoots this whole time and it was just so crazy and it happened, like you said, it happened so quickly. And it just really shows that, you know, you know, with life, things get thrown at you and you really have to figure out how you're going to decipher through it and how you're going to, you know, but it, it, it also really showed me how you have to really be a protector of yourself. You really have to look out for yourself, you know, and I'm not saying that in like a completely selfish way, but sometimes we get so wrapped up in like what we feel like we need or what we want other people to see us have or different things like that, that we get ourselves in different situations which we shouldn't, you know? So, yeah. I 100% agree with you. And I think that is a very good point you made about protecting ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a scripture in Proverbs that says, above all else, guard your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's so important to remember. And I, I've, I've always believed that it was put there to just kind of say, guard your mind, your intentions, mm -hmm. because... Um, we're just not, we're, we're just so easily persuaded by life, by other people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you really need to be intentional in what you allow in because that can either make you or break Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, so I just think this was a phenomenal movie with so, so many things to think about. And if I had to pick a revelation, it's what you said, Michelle, mm -hmm. we have to have to work hard at protecting ourselves mm -hmm. Um, protecting our hearts um but then th there's just also a need to be soft too mm. and to be 
inviting and to give people chances. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you find that balance? Yeah. And I think that's what life is about figuring out that balance. I don't think it's something that you can just find immediately. Um, You really have to just kind of go throughout and really, depending on the different situations that you're going through or different things that you, that has happened to you, you really have to grow and learn, you know, and really just be cautious, be aware. Yeah. You know, that was, I feel like the revelation for me was like what I said earlier. And then also just making sure that you're cautious and aware of what's happening around you. Don't get too wrapped up in the shine and the rah-rah and all that to where you're like, let a bunch of things just kind of flow past you, you know? So, yeah. Stay woke, people. Stay woke in these streets. Um, (laughs) And I think something else, too, uh, there was a line that Grace said, uh, I think at the start of the movie, maybe when she met Shannon, and she was like, you know, you never know when you step out of bed that day, you never realize that this is the day that's going to change your life. Mm -hmm. And my revelation from that is, even though she meant it, I guess in a negative connotation because Shannon brought so much destruction to her Mm -hmm. life. So much destruction. Mm -hmm. Um, It just reminds me to take every opportunity I can to give every day my all to go to work and do my best work there to Mm -hmm. be um, in tune with my family and my friends Mm -hmm. and just really give everything, everything that I have because I never know what, what it will be Mm -hmm. that will change the direction um, of my life or impact me for years to come absolutely. impact future generations absolutely yeah hopefully in a positive absolutely. way absolutely that was so good um yeah and I don't ever me personally I don't ever want to give up a great opportunity because I'm being mediocre right yeah so. wow I feel like that was a perfect way to end this episode oh okay yeah, I think it was good <laughs> that's Straight off the dome, shorties, we out here. Yes. (laughs) So we just want to tell you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Rant and Revelations. Um, Hopefully you got a feeling for our personalities. Again, we look forward to just growing with you guys. Um, And yeah, I'm going to leave in the description box how you can reach us, follow us, get in contact with us, and just make sure that you you know, say, Hey, like the pictures, slide in our DMs and, um, let's grow together. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Hey guys. Again, we just want to tell you, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Rants and Revelations. Uh, we really want to stay connected with you and we're all about having conversations again, that will make us lead better lives and become better people. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram. It is rantsandrevelations.tv. I'll have it spelled out in the description box. And if you can just let us know if you or someone you know have been in a similar situation of just falling in love too quickly or thinking, you know, someone was actually your friend and then finding out they weren't, go ahead, tell us about that time, maybe share a lesson learned and you never know who you can um, help so that they can avoid going through what it is that you went through. Again, this is all about community, learning together, ranting together and revelating together. I don't know if revelating is a word, but we'll come back to that later. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Bye.